God bless you there, Life uh, Facebook page. This is uh, Pastor Omar Rivera, the 915 Pastors Roundtable. Uh, as you can see in my title, it says, uh, Welcome back. It's been a while. <clears throat> so uh, I finished my uh, last my semester of school this last semester, uh, Christian Doctrines. Um, it was a pretty, uh, pretty heavy class with a lot of trying to have a lot of patience with it and so um but it's been it's been great i had a i had a great um couple of months there and that's it on to the next one next month we start again um so at howard Payne university here in el paso texas at 805 montana uh, so i just wanted to uh uh, get back here and uh, start all over again uh, just by uh, saying a couple of things that um, I can't uh, thank God that the uh, some things are, are over said and done right we we're done with uh, elections uh, for the president here in El Paso we had to do another election for the mayor and some representatives so that's uh, that's still ongoing and uh, we had some uh, rain today. It was uh, raining out there this morning. Uh, after about 8 o'clock, about 8.10, it started raining downtown Central El Paso. And so um, it's always good to see rain here in El Paso, Texas, because uh, we live in a, in a dry climate, and so we don't get a lot of rain. Uh, so, But it's been a, it's, it was a good day. Uh, some cloud coverage. Uh, not a lot of sun, but the sun came out later on in the afternoon, um, dried everything up, just like always, it always it's always like that, praise God, hey, uh, um, also want to see, uh, uh, say that um, uh, here in El Paso, Texas, we've been having a lot of uh, COVID problems, you know, people uh, were not wearing masks, I guess, or not social distancing, or not staying home, uh, and so we've been having a rise in uh, a rise in COVID positive and positive COVID tests. Also, we had a new number of uh, uh, deaths. Uh, I lost a dear good friend of mine uh, sometime around the Thanksgiving uh, uh, in November. His name is Pastor uh, John Vargas. He was a pastor uh, for La Iglesia Santuario Pentecostes in Socorro, Texas. Uh, and uh, he uh, he succumbed to um, COVID-19 uh, and lost his life. He went to be with the Lord, uh, and so uh, that's 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 what's happening. Also, uh, I have a new granddaughter. Her name is Evelyn Rose Ortega. Uh, my daughter Alexis and her husband Jesus Ortega uh, had a, a beautiful girl uh, at the. Uh, 
end of November or in the middle of November. Um, it was uh, the oh, I'm sorry, in October, October, uh, the baby was uh, eight pounds, maybe five six ounces, uh, seventeen inches long. It was great. It was good. Um, we got to see it twice or three times. Um, you know, with this COVID pandemic, we're not trying to to visit so much. We're trying to keep our distance and not um, not be close to to family. You know, just here and there. Uh, we had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I turned uh, 57 on the 27th of November. I turned 57 years of age. And uh, hey, it's been good. God is good. Um, we're we're getting ready for the Christmas around the corner. And we're, we're seeing that, um, see what happens with 2021. Uh, I'm really tired of 2020, and uh, I feel like, man, it was just like the longest year ever, right? Between elections and riots and protests and COVID. Um, it's just been, you know, one thing after another. Even though we had some positive things coming out of Middle East peace talks with several countries and Israel, uh... We we had uh, uh, some good uh, uh, up upswings in the market. It went down at the beginning of the pandemic, and now we're rolling up again. So um, it's been it's been a, it's been a roller coaster. Uh, this twenty twenty year, uh, we've had a uh, oh man, it's it's uh, it's it's really it's been a crazy year. That's that's all you can say, right? It's been a crazy year. Uh, so. Um, <clears throat> We had, uh, last time I was on, we was uh, talking about uh, Romans chapter 10, uh, and we're going to go on to chapter 11, and we're just going to hit a, a couple of verses tonight. Um, sorry, it's a little bit late. It's 8.53 here in El Paso, Texas, and uh, 8.53, and we're talking about we have uh, 54 degrees outside, and uh, it's a clear night. And so it's been, uh, it's been all right. It's been all right. <clears throat> um, as far as uh, church is concerned, we've been uh, meeting with, uh, you know, a light congregation. Not everyone is coming. It's understandable. Um, we've had uh, some problems in our county and the city mayor. Reference uh, closing of businesses and maintaining... Uh, you know, uh, lockdown, things like that. When we was uh, up on the rise there for a bit. But now it's kind of coming down. It's kind of coming down. And so, so thank God it's been, uh, it's been, uh, we're doing, a, 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 I, I think we're do, redoing, a, a redoing another curve. So it's coming down again as far as hospitalizations, uh, patients in ICU, um, uh, although the death, uh, uh, has gone up a little bit uh, due to people with a lot of complications due to COVID-19. But um, we're praying for all those who have lost their lives and praying for their family members because uh, it's hard. It's, it's hard. Um, you know, earlier in the beginning of the year, around May, I was in a hospital uh, right, right, uh, right in the beginning of the pandemic. And, you know, there was a lot of there was no one in the hospitals except doctors and nurses. And uh, just being in a room by yourself, not having visitors, not having loved ones come and visit you and see you, 
bring you like food or gifts or ice cream or things like that something to read uh you, you know we was you know i was talking to my wife uh by by the uh by cell phone and uh man it was just like it was very very different uh com compared to um to what normally a hospital visitation would be you know and so um we're just uh, praying for a lot of those people who lost their lives. You know, uh, Pastor uh, John Vargas uh, was looking pretty good there at about uh, November 16th. And then after that, we haven't heard from him again. Uh, so our prayers are going out to his family and his church congregation. <clears throat> and um, we'll see how it goes. So let's know... Uh, let, uh, Let's get right down to uh, our scripture reading for the night. All right, let's open up with prayer. Now, Father God, we just come before you. We thank you for all that you're, that you're doing in our lives. Prepare our hearts and minds uh, to receive your word as we discuss Romans chapter 11. Um, we're going to Romans chapter 11, and, and uh, it says like this. This is the reading of the word. Uh, Romans chapter 11, verse 1, it says... I say then, uh, has God cast away his people? Certainly not, for I also am an Israelite and the seed of Abraham of the tribe of Benjamin. Paul is talking and talking about, um, does, do we just forget about the Hebrew people, the Jews? No, no. The scripture says that we, we need to pray for Jerusalem. We need to pray for their people, that they come to get to know who Jesus Christ is. Um, and so Paul continues on, says, God has not cast away his people whom he foreknew. Or do you not know what the scripture says of Elijah, how he pleads with us against Israel, saying, Lord, have you, uh, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars, and I alone am left and will seek my life. And they seek my life. And here um, Elijah at, at that time was was being uh, chased by after the prophets were killed and people, they weren't listening to the prophets no more. They were just, you know, running rapid back then in his in the book of Elijah. And so um, Elijah says, Lord, ha, ha, uh, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars, and I alone am left, and they seek my life. Sometimes uh, in our life today, uh, sometimes we have people who don't want to hear the gospel, or they don't want to, they don't want to uh, go to church. Uh, once they know, it, once they find out that you're a Christian and, and you're a, a believer, um, they already try to find uh, faults or judge you or or find things that uh, Christian things people who are Christians shouldn't do, and and so. Um, you know they they always uh they're always after us you know they're always trying to find out faults um and there's some christians that uh sometimes they speak and say things that they shouldn't and it kind of kind of bites them later on you know and so sometimes uh, i'm not saying that we need to remain silent but just knowing how to use our words and 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 what we say and and our in our writings and scriptures uh, knowing what 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 we're standing on and knowing what we are all about, uh, it's it's very important that we know our faith, uh, 
that we know uh, what God means to us and what Christ means to us and, and what what he has done for our lives and and salvation and so it's uh it's it's very important that that you know that sometimes some people don't know some people just go to church and they attend uh, they don't have a Bible they just leave it at home uh, there's no prayer life there's no studying. They just go to church, whatever the man says on the altar, on the pulpit, that's what it is. And they leave, and they wait to come back again next next Sunday. And so, we uh, we we need to remember that um, people people uh, try to seek us out and try to to, to uh, demoralize us and put us down because of our faith and who we believe in. And uh, we we know that Jesus Christ. Is our Lord and Savior. He is King and Sovereign over our lives, and He's the King of the world. And uh, if we if we all knew that on this earth, I, I think this earth would have been a better place. Would be a better place, right? If everyone just accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and stopped all the crime and stopped all the uh, all the hate and anger, uh, I think uh, it would be this would be a better world to live in. But as we continue on, it says in verse 4, But what does the divine, the divine response say to him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. Even so then, at this present time, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. Now this remnant means that it is a small group of people. A small group of people. And uh, let me see if I uh, have a note here. Uh, and it says, uh, <clears throat> just like um, you may you may feel like you're the only one left, but my work is bigger than what you can see and feel. I have kept 7,000 other people for myself, people who have not bowed the knee to worship to the false god of Baal. And so um, that's what... Uh, Small remnant, small remnant of people, amen. Uh, verse uh, five it says, even so, then at this present time there is a remnant according to the election of of grace. Verse six, and if by grace then it is no longer of works, otherwise grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace, otherwise work is no longer work. And what he's trying to say here is that there's a lot of people who think that we have to work for our salvation. Work, uh, our salvation is, is free. All you have to do is believe in Christ and and follow uh, and, and follow the scriptures and, 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 and have a relationship with God your Father. Jesus came to proclaim the kingdom of heaven and in that proclamation of the kingdom, he, he set standards for us to follow. Standards of being humble. Standards of showing love for one another. Uh, having a relationship with his Father who is in heaven. He taught us how to pray. He gave us the new covenant of communion. Uh, the breaking of the bread and, and of the wine. And which, uh, rep, uh, which will be the, in the remembrance of his sacrifice for us. These are the things that he taught us, and these are the things that he wants us to continue to do. Amen? And so, 
Uh, it's by grace. It's no longer uh, grace if we think that work is important. I believe that once you gain uh, salvation and you start to believe in Christ and you have faith, our faith leads us to work, to do the ministry of of Christ, to go out and be this, uh, uh, church makers and, and disciplers and, and trying to get people to be disciple to to the service of Christ and uh, to go out into the world and preach the gospel. These are things that are done when you believe in Christ Jesus. These are the works that we do as ministers, as pastors, as laymen, as uh, deacons and elders in churches, missionaries, youth pastors, youth leaders. Uh, it, our job is to continue the work of the gospel uh, after we have uh, accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior. Amen? So it is no... Uh, uh, if we think that it is by works, then we no longer have grace. And grace is just that we have something free that was given to us, not because we worked for it, but because God loved us, and therefore with that love, He's given us salvation. Amen? So, uh, the verse 7 says, What then? Israel has not obtained what it seeks, but the elect have obtained it, and the rest were blinded. And what that means is, is that, and that's at verse uh, 7, what happens is that there was people in Israel who were blinded. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, uh, people turned against Christ. Uh, they turned away their backs again. Uh, again they turned their backs against uh, Jesus Christ. And um, but there were some who accepted it. There were some who questioned and wanted to know more about Him. Uh, and there were the disciples, and there was those who were miracles were performed, and 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 uh, demons that were cast out, blind people who see, the crippled who rose and walked. Uh, and so these are people who seen the signs, wonders, and miracles that Jesus uh, did on the earth uh, to help people to understand who he who he really is. Uh, he is God made flesh, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior and Messiah. In verse eight it says, "Just as it is written, God has given them a spirit of stupor." Eyes that they should not see, and ears that they should not hear, to this very day. And David said in verse 9, Let their tables become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block, and a recompense to them. In verse 10, Let their eyes be darkened so that they do not see, and bow down their backs always. You see, when we don't have... Uh, Jesus is our Lord and Savior, and what happens is that sometimes we um, we lose that uh, focus. We lose uh, the light, and Jesus is light. Jesus says, "I am the light of the world," and uh, and who whoever believes in Him will never be in darkness again. And so that's what we have to we have to count on on that. That loving grace that, that God gives us um, every day, every day, we have new mercies. We can ask God for forgiveness of our sins, and we can, we can live another day. And I think every day, 
Every single day, it's a new day with new mercies that God gives us. We're forgiving our sins and he, he makes sure that he takes care of those who believe in him. And we know that because the scripture tells us that. You know, and, and, and let me tell you right, th- these days are, are, are rough, you know, between uh, people who are, you know, uh, homeless, uh, the homeless out there, the people who are, are losing their jobs, uh, people who are getting fired, the unemployment is up, people seeking uh, unemployment benefits, uh, people are hurting for food. There are a lot of emergencies out there, a lot of people who need your help. And maybe you can't do a lot. Maybe you can't give a lot of money. But maybe there's a neighbor or someone you know that that might need help. And maybe a loaf of bread or some potatoes or eggs, uh, something like that. Make it a combination so that someone is able to eat and have food. Um... I pray that you all uh, who are listening to, to this podcast, uh, this live feed on Facebook, um, that you think about how to help someone out there who's in need today. You know, I have a friend of mine who lives in, uh, I think is in Tucson, Arizona, and him and his daughter uh, did a great thing. They, they helped someone get food, at, and I believe it's at a fast food restaurant. And that was just out of the kindness of their heart. And that's what we need. We need people to have the love of Jesus and go out there and help somebody in need. So I don't know what organizations are around where you live, but here in El Paso, we have places like the Rescue Mission and we have uh, Feed uh, the Hungry. uh, And they have lots of uh, opportunities for you to to go and volunteer and help serve the community. Uh, I did it a couple of weeks. A matter of fact, I think it was November 11th. Um, I joined up with a team called Team Rubicon. And this uh, Team Rubicon is a team that um, gets volunteers to join military veterans, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guards, Reserves, National Guard, active duty, and retired, or veterans, doesn't matter. They also like to get first responders like law enforcement and nurses and um, uh, paramedics and doctors and people like that to go out and help. If you don't know anything about it and you would like to know more information about it, go online and seek out and, and, and put in a search, uh, Team Rubicon. Uh, look look them up and, and uh, find out what they're all about. And maybe that'll touch your heart to go out there and volunteer in the community. Lord knows we need a lot of help right now. Every community is, is hurting, okay? Every community. I mean, people who have jobs and there's people who are stable and there's people with jobs, but, but I believe that there's a lot of people out there who are hurting who could use a helping hand in, in in getting food to them. Amen? Amen. So, as we review here, we want to remember that Paul uh, talks about Elijah and how Elijah was the only one left. And people were trying to kill him. And he understood that if he believed and kept trust with the Lord, that he would make it. And you know what? He did. He, he did. He continued to make it. He continued to... Be the prophet for Israel. 
And remember that there's a small remnant. People like you and I who are part of the small remnant that we continue to push forward the fight for the gospel of Jesus Christ. To go and forward and fight for the kingdom of God. And that's what we're supposed to do. In Matthew chapter 28, it talks about the great commission to go out and preach the gospel, make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're supposed to do. And I hope and pray that you take that also uh, to your heart and be out there trying to tell somebody what God has done for you in your life today. And I just uh, wanted to share that with you. Um, and I pray that you had a, a good evening. Um, I pray that you uh, were blessed by this. Uh, welcome back. Uh, it's been a while, and I apologize. And, and um, I'm going to keep on trying to uh, come on every, uh, every Thursday uh, and uh, try to get a live feed on here. Um, now that I have a different schedule at work, God has blessed me with a a different schedule at work, and uh, I have um, applied for several positions, and uh, I was able to get one, and so so um, I'm, I have a time to uh, share the gospel a little bit more. Uh, that's it. Now let's close out in prayer. Now, Father God, we just thank you for this opportunity to share your word. I, I pray that uh, this short Bible study uh, would touch their hearts and then they would feed off of it and understand that as a so small remnant that people might be after us and people might ridicule us and people might make fun of us or people might question our our faith father god that we stand on your word and and we we learn to to learn to study your word so that we may be able to be effective uh, witnesses to those who who need to hear the gospel father god now, Father, we just pray, Father, uh, that we know that you'll always take care of us. You'll always lead us in the light and not in the darkness, because in you there is no darkness, Father. We thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for us, for our salvation. We ask for forgiveness of any sin. In Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And thank you very much. This is uh, Pastor Omar Rivera at the 915 Pastors Roundtable. I thank you. Appreciate you being here with us. Um, hopefully soon one day I'll get a co-host. Uh, if, if I pray hard enough, maybe my wife would like to join. Uh, that's, a, that's a big prayer. But hey, thank you very much. And this is uh, Pastor Omar Rivera from the 915 Pastors Roundtable. God bless you. God keep you. May his face shine upon you. In Jesus Christ. Amen.